0: Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Obsidian Achievement. This is your host, Mike Russin. Today, glory and honor. Glory and honor. You know, I touched on this. uh, I did a podcast with uh, Tristan, young millionaire in his early 20s out in Chicago, um, absolute superstar. Um, Adversity Kings is his podcast. I would encourage you to. Tune into that, but we we had discussed um, basically the lack of masculinity in our society today. And there was a a point I had made specifically about why men are so easily demasculated, you know what I mean, demasculinized, why men are so easy and willing to give up their masculinity. And I think it's because, and I touched on this in this podcast with Tristan, and I believe it's because we've replaced our sense of glory and honor with superficial, meaningless, and most importantly, vicariously lived components of modern life. And what I really honed in on was video games, sex in sports. Video games, sex and sports. So many men now derive their sense of conquest from video games in sports. When you fought for something, whether you were a knight or a warrior or a samurai, There was a common, you know, I'm reading this book right now, rather listening to this book called Sun and Steel. The author escapes me right now. I believe it's a Japanese author, Sun and Steel. And he talks about how one basically loses their identity through common suffering and that this is facilitated by participation in the military that men, when they suffer together, they lose their identity individually, but they gain one collectively in the search for a glorious death together. So when you fought and you were in the military and you were at war, you were chasing glory and honor. There's, you know, we've, we've lost, this is a foreign concept in today's society to have a glorious death. Very few people have a, what is, you know, the Romans and the Greeks and the samurai and every other, it's funny, these completely disconnected cultures all share this idea of a glorious death, that there was no higher honor than dying on the battlefield at the hands, especially of a great warrior, the Vikings, were the same way. So, we find in today's society that you know, we're, we're comfortable. Uh, everything's provided for us. Even something like hunting. You know, hunting, when it was, you, you had to go provide and kill to provide for your tribe, for your family. There was glory and there was honor. And coming back with a fresh kill and feeding those, that depended on you. Now there's DoorDash. <laughs> there's Applebee's. You know what I mean? It's like, there's no real war now, wars that are fought are all just wars now are just oil and and money you know and and it's it's, warfare is completely different there's no longer hand to hand and I'm not discrediting anything that our armed forces are fighting for overseas and have died for in in recent years because they believe they were doing what they were supposed to do and that's no fault to them but we find that There's no way for modern man to get a true sense of glory and honor, which used to be the focal point of his existence aside from his God or gods, right? And there's only one true God, I'm speaking more historically across different cultures. So now we have video games and sports. And men now get their sense of glory from beating a boss in a video game. Men now get their sense of honor, kinship, teamwork, brotherly bond, and glory through sports. And not even sports that they play, but teams that they root for. Have you ever seen some of these guys that will get so passionately into sports as they sit on the couch that they'll froth at the mouth and shake their fists and yell, and scream, and even fight people, and risk felony assault charges over a sports team that doesn't even know they exist. So I guess the question is, where does man now get his sense of glory and honor, and more importantly, where does man now get his sense of brotherhood and kinship? Men now are disjointed. They're isolated. They're separated. You know, I think of, if it wasn't for my businesses, I don't know how I would make good friends. The good friends that I have in my businesses are only because we've gone through hardships together. And, you know, now I don't know. A lot of men don't have close friends. And why don't have men have close friends when it's easier to meet people now than it has ever been in human history? Why? Because qual. Quantity isn't always quality. In men, the bonds between men are forged in the fires of suffering and anguish. Women are the opposite. Women bond, and it's hard to really describe the feminine. But the feminine bonds grow; they, they grow through nurturing and caring. They share because that's their common that, that's their purpose—is to. Nurture and care and build homes and raise children. Whereas men are protectors and fighters. I'm not saying that you can't play a little role across that line on each party's side. That men can't be nurturing and caring. That's not true at all. And That women can't fight. But when you go too far over that line, we see... (laughs) We see what we have now, which is sexual perversion and gender confusion being praised and preached in schools. So the question stands, where does... I guess there's a couple questions today. Again, I don't write anything down. I'm just driving to the gym, thinking out loud. Where does man get his sense of glory and honor? Where does man... Get his sense of brotherhood and kinship. Where, How does a man now forge those bonds? Well, I have a couple answers. I think that men, I, I really think it's critical that you join. If I, I really think it's critical that you join a sport with some violence. I think that you should join a boxing gym. Or a jiu-jitsu club. I think you should play rugby. I think that, you know, I'm predisposed to saying these things because I've done these things. But I really do think wrestling, any any sport that has a little bit of violence in it. And some really hard work. And pain and suffering at times. I think this is a great way to build bonds between men. You know, it's interesting. I, I, when I started jiu-jitsu in Pittsburgh... I very quickly built a bond with my coach in Pittsburgh to where he would, in, when the pandemic hit, the pandemic bullshit hit, he would invite me over to his house to teach me and roll with me in his basement. You know, and I had only known him for a few short weeks. It's because you can build very strong, powerful bonds very quickly when you go muscle to muscle, sweat to sweat, and blood to blood with a man. And the thing is, is you know, when I say that, the first thing that's going to come into some of your minds is, well, that's, that sounds kind of gay. And society has done that to you on purpose. Society has attributed strong male bonds, homosexuality rather, attributed to strong male bonds. If this was very well thought out and planned, in my opinion with the introduction of the feminist movement and the attack on masculinity, which all of this, by the way, was planned by men. If you're, if you're a diehard feminist, you're a pawn to a man's plan. Congratulations. Get back in the kitchen. No, I'm just kidding. That's a joke. Or is it? <laughs> but you have to understand that this was intentionally created that air that of, oh, we you guys gay? Oh, that was gay. Oh, that's fucking gay. Yes. Oh, homo. Like, it, it's so funny that in a, in um you'll see it too by people, they, even the gay community does it to strong men. You'll see the LGBTQ plus whatever mentally ill group, okay? They'll actually, I, I've seen this on social media, where men display strong masculine bonds and the homosexual community will attack those, se- or those bonds and call them gay. And are you sure you guys aren't coming? Are you sure you're not on our side? Like, this has all been very well planned and thought out. Society, the powers that be, the, the child blood drinking lizard people, don't want strong men to have strong bonds. Because when strong men have strong bonds, they affect change and positive change. And they don't want that. They want us all to be in pods eating bugs and lentils with no cash. I'm telling you, you can see this everywhere. You know, you could call me a conspiracy theorist at this point or even a little bit of a nut job. If you can't see this unfolding in front of your very eyes, it's not a matter of you not even being able to see it. It's a matter of you simply not wanting to acknowledge it, and you're an idiot. You're an idiot, and you're going to die a coward on your knees. You're gonna die on your knees like a coward. And nobody will remember your name. But how do men form strong bonds? I think through sports, like I said before, sports with some aspect of violence where there's there's a risk associated with playing the sport. I think that's important. A strong team you could build. You know, I should remember my I was I I, I was kind of a loner in college intentionally. I isolated myself. I was not a happy person in college. I, I found a lot of disgust and disdain for people. I, was, I walked away from my faith. I was a hardcore atheist. I was not a happy person. And uh, it wasn't until I found rugby that I started to establish true brotherly bonds and start, started to feel happy and normal again. I think another way you could do it is through very difficult uh, business ventures. I think starting a business with somebody or going into an environment that's uh, pure performance-based compensation where you suffer, where you have weeks where you make nothing and weeks where you make a lot, I think that that's another really good way to build bonds with people. Some of the strongest bonds I currently have were built and forged in very difficult business environments where people suffer Mentally and emotionally and financially. And through that suffering, bonds are forged as you help and support one another. So I guess, you know, with this episode being glory and honor, that glory and honor can only be attained through common suffering and the striving towards an ideal, a worthy ideal. That glory and honor are almost difficult to define now because they aren't words that we use anymore. There is no glory. There is no honor. You see dishonor and dishonorable actions now are praised and elevated. You see this man, Leah Thomas, being openly dishonorable, a man coming into a woman's arena, smashing them all at a sport, And then proudly standing on the podium is number one with a smug look on his face. Open dishonor. And he is supported by many, many, many people. So what do we do as men? Men, we form strong bonds. And women too, you have to form strong bonds. But men especially, we need to start to form strong bonds and work together and strive together and suffer together. That's all I got. Let's get it.